6 o'clock, everybody. Yeah, it's Friday night at 6 o'clock. It's going to be time super soon for our outdoor comedy show here at mutinyradio.fm in .sf. The people will start to gather six feet away from each other with their masks on. And I hope you have blankets. Bundle up, buttercup, because it's going to get cold. It always does. But you know what? Laughing is paleo. It engages the core. It helps keeps you warm. You're going to be fine. Come on. You parkour? No. You laugh. You should laugh more. No parkour. Laugh more. All right. We are going to play a little music here at Mutiny Radio in the interim. We'll probably get started about 6.15. If you want to run across the street and get some amazing tacos from Doña Terras. They're delicious. Uh, Yeah, you can chill. And uh, when it comes to beverages, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, I'm going to be like, hey, what's up with that duck? But if, if if, if it don't look like a duck, I ain't got nothing to say. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's, uh, nobody knows that old saying. If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. But if it doesn't look like a duck, It could quack like a duck, but it still might not be a duck. It might be a seagull. Who knows? All right, we've got a really great lineup for you tonight. It's a crazy night because I actually did have two other lady, lady people who identify as hers or she's on the show. So there were three she's. There were three hers on the show, but two of them canceled. So now there's only one cisgendered lady friend and a bunch of dudes. Oh, dear Lord. It's like... A huge sausage party of men under 30, which is exactly how I like it. Come on now. I'm, I'm the reincarnated soul of Mitzi Shore. I know that we were alive sometimes in the same period, but boy, oh boy, do I respect the crap out of that lady. Woo! Go uh, watch her documentary on Showtime and learn about how much she loved young comedians. My goodness. Yes, 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 she did, Mitzi Shore. All right. We're going to be back in... Just two shakes of a lamb's tail here at Mutiny Radio with more with comedy because that's what we like to do here. We do it all the time. And I'm super down. I'm trying to fix this. Oh, got to get out of that. There we go. All right. Thank you for that Tiki Desk concert. Yeah, before this show from 4 to 6 is the JW Megawag Show with the Candyman. You can also check out his Tiki Desk concerts on Instagram and other places. He's a champion. Right now, we are going to listen to a little flat black plastic until we get started. Oh, yes, the comedy's going to happen. Oh, yes. And it's going to be a great time. So... Get yourself together. I'll do the same. We're waiting for the actual people on the show to show up, which is always super fun. You know how that works. All right, everybody. We'll be back. We're going to start this show in about 11 minutes. So hold fast, hang tight, and we'll be right back with comedy here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. this not did you did something no I know it's um, I'm just trying to figure out where and why this flat black plastic is not playing can you jump outside and let me know if you do hear anything playing on the flat black plastic 
because there's some user error happening right now. There's some user error. What is going on? What is going on? Okay. Yeah, it's a volume issue.
gonna get this thing started. This crazy comedy, this crazy comedy here at Mutiny Radio on a Friday night at six o'clock in the street. Yeah, I hear screaming. I'm excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna run around. So um, clap your hands in a wild sloppy like motion for your host and comedian who's gonna be. You gotta be friends with me because I'm gonna be with you all night. Put your hands together for me, Pam Benjamin. Yay! Now you're clapping. That's exciting. Hello, friends, comedians. Notice how I'm in the light. Just it's better for pictures later. They never, they can never tell. It's good. Hey, Creek, he's so young. He's so darling. You guys are such a young, beautiful crowd. Dang. I think I have abortions older than most of you. How old are you? So young. Lovely, lovely people. I did have my first abortion in 1995. Thank you, thank you, I know. I rad, right, 26 years ago. 26 years ago, and I only have one regret about my first abortion. Uh, and that's that I, I didn't have the kid. Because right now I could be having sex with all of his friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa! I do like me some 26-year-olds. I'm old. I'm 46. One thing I do love, I love world premiere soccer. Does anyone love watching football, like the real football? The, all the ladies should be screaming right now. Like, come on. It, I want them to play shirts and skins, and then halfway through, they switch shirts and skins so I can see everybody. Oh, I love world premiere soccer because uh, finally... I get to watch hot 23-year-old men make their goals. They're making their goals. They're literally, that's what they do for a living is make goals. Boom. Oh, looking good doing it. Yeah. Getting older, going through menopause. That's weird. Yeah. Anyone else have like two eggs left and they're screaming on the way out? Ah! My eggs are screaming. I have like, I actually, I just, I got my period for the first time in 10 months. Yay! Yay! I was like, wow, I'm not pregnant. I'm not. <laughs> Whoa! Like the last 10 months were confusing. What's going on? <laughs> no, it's, I have, I have a cop, I have an IUD. It's a copper pool sweeper in my uterus and it keeps out all the dead babies. Anybody know about those? Keeping out the dead babies. Yeah, there's menopause is menopause is crazy because I am so like every time an egg leaves my body, it's just screaming for sperm. It's like, make me alive, do something. And I was watching the Super Bowl. Did everybody watch the Super Bowl the other week? I know. Who cares, right? But Tom Brady, he's 44, and he's pretty cute for a 44-year-old. What? And I was like, I think that we've been misusing Tom Brady's natural skills. He's out there throwing footballs. No. He should be in a closet jizzing into like a cow udder machine. They should just be sucking his jizz. Tom Brady babies. The next astronaut, the next president is in that nutsack. Right? 
Tom Brady babies. Let's use his natural gifts and abilities as they should be used. I would be willing to take these sharp fingernails and rip out my IUD to put some Tom Brady sperm in there. Let's do it. Come on. Right, you send it across the country. I just feel like he could be making so many millions more dollars just having all the Tom Brady babies. Nope. Nobody's, no one's into the future. Just me. Yay. We have a vegan in the house. Or used to be a vegan. I know I didn't want to point you out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Usually with vegans, they point themselves out. Usually they have like a t-shirt that's like, I am vegan. How are your poops? It's like, uh, are, you're a vegan too? Yeah. Your poops must be so good. Right? Like, well, it's, well, it's super amazing because sometimes when you're a vegan, you think you have to go number two and then you sit down and it curls around the bowl and you go number six. Yes, that's a vegan poo, yo. Going number six. I do. I hey, I love vegans. They're saving the planet, one person at a time, one cow at a time. Oh, here's an idea. Sometimes I smoke so much pot, I think I'm a genius, and I came up with this idea. Why are we not taking cows and giving them like cancer that makes steaks, so that we can keep the cow alive? And it just grows like cancerous steaks on its back. And then you could be friends with your cow and you just sort of tie off, maybe you just double ligate that, that tumor and take it off, just like a lamb's balls when they do the thing with the rubber bands, except you're doing it with the steak. And then you get to keep the cow alive and be friends with the cow. Is this not, is this a terrible idea? Is everyone afraid of eating cancer? Is that the problem here? Because. They're just cells. They're just proliferated cells of steak. Steak proliferation. Nobody wants steak. Yeah, see? Wait, who sang that? Nirvana, I wish I could eat your cancer till it turns. No, it's gonna make your insides good. It's gonna be good. Anyways, I wanna keep the cows alive. And I wanna eat their tumors. Okay, that's weird. All right, maybe, maybe I do smoke a little too much pot. Uh, do you ever smoke so much pot that you forget how your own shower works? It's happened to you? Does that only happen to me? Okay. I've been living in my place for 12 years, and I'm like, it's hot, it's cold, what? <laughs> how does this thing work? It's like airbnb in your own home. <laughs> so, uh, why is all this cat litter on the floor? I'm paying a lot of money for this place. What's going on with this Airbnb? I do, I smoke so much pot, I think about really... Sometimes I think I'm a genius. Sometimes I smoke so much pot, I think you're high. <laughs> I know you're in Oakland, too, and I'm like, oh, I bet Gina's high right now. I smoked enough pot to get all of the Bay Area high. Hey, Connor. So I was thinking about vegans the other day. Uh, do vegans eat bread? Well, do, vegans, do, I mean, do they? Do, oh, so right, you eat bread. Okay, so vegans eat bread, which is crazy to me because I bake bread. I bake bread like three or four times a week. I really do. And it's crazy because you take yeast, right? And it's dormant. It's chilling in your fridge or in a cold place in the back of your cabinet. And you take it out and you make it alive. You feed it. You give it sugar, you give it a little, so it's, it bubbles, it's alive. Ooh, you add it to your bread dough, it burps and farts and makes your bread rise. And then you turn on the oven and you murder entire cultures. 
Bread is some Nazi shit, bro. It is. You are murdering entire cultures. Vegans eating bread. The poor yeasts were murdering the yeasts. Some people keep sourdoughs alive in their refrigerator for years. I think that a lot of people care more about their sourdough starters than I do about my cat, which is impossible. Cat lovers, who loves cats? Yeah, cats, cats, cats. Bow to your alien overlords with one paw. Like the Asians, like that little me, me, me. Yeah, we're bowing to the cats. Hell yeah. I have, I have, I have some wonderful cats. I was thinking about taking the cat fur from my carpet and knitting it into masks for COVID so that no one would know if you had an allergy or a cocaine problem. <laughs> it's the mask. It's not me, it's the mask. Cool. <laughs> no, I do, I'm, I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I wanna take my cat and I wanna shave him and I wanna knit a sweater out of his fur and I wanna make him wear it. It's because I'm a crazy cat lady. Wow. Wacky. I do. I love my cats. Oof. Maybe too much. Sometimes. Okay, so my imagination is so vivid I masturbate to podcasts. <laughs> Anyone else? Who whose podcast do you think I masturbate to? Any guesses? Oh. Did you just say Joe Rogan? No. No, not Joe Rogan. <laughs> Screw that guy. They are my own. They are my own podcast. If I'm going to masturbate to myself, I might as well really masturbate to myself. You know what I mean? I might as well really, oh, man, I'm here. I'd love to listen to you. Oh. I got kind of excited the other day. My neighbor, I live in an apartment building and thin walls. My neighbors, I thought they were having sex, and I was kind of getting into it, right? I was getting into it. And then I just realized it, it was my cat's play fighting in the other room. <laughs> Surprisingly easy to finish. <laughs> if you love your cats. Sometimes, sometimes my cat actually like masturbates with me. Like not with me, like next to me. Like we're together, but we're not. He's doing his thing. I'm doing my thing. And then like he knows right before he'll take his lower, his paw and put it on my lower back. You know, so I can feel loved. I know. And and you know how soft a cat's paw is? <laughs> Do you know how soft a cat's paw is? I'm like, right before I'm going to come, he puts his claws out. <clears throat> Just so I know who's boss. The cat. The cat is the boss. Pays no rent, does no dishes. I feed him constantly. He's so much better than my ex-boyfriend because he's fuzzy. <laughs> And he loves me unconditionally. <laughs> Sorry. That's not, that's not funny. Uh, no, he's a, he's a, he's a, he, my ex, my ex-husband. Oh my God. That's great. I do have an ex-husband too. I also have an ex-husband. Anybody else been married in the past? Nobody. None of you have ever been married. This is a young crowd. All right. So I actually, I was married for 13 years and I got my first STD. 
from marriage. They they need to get married. Get a new car. You can write that off, man, I think. Uh, I got my first STD from my first marriage. Right? Sexually transmitted debt. That's what you get when you get married. You get sexually transmitted debt. I had no idea he had $15,000 of credit card bills until we'd been married for three years. <laughs> three years. And then he's like, we sold our first house. And he's like, hey, by the way, uh, I had $15,000 of credit card bills from college. I was like, oh, I'm so glad that our marriage is based on truth and honesty. Yay. I never cheated on you, but you cheated on me with Visa. <laughs> You've been given Visa $97 a month for 15 years? You could have been buying me, like, anything. Cool. He wasn't a gift giver. That was before love languages. Uh, I'm a gift giver. Uh, this is, I went to the dentist yesterday. I got a crown. I'm a queen for realsies. I've got gold in my mouth now. I'm like, bling. I feel real good about it. But I did, I learned life lessons at the dentist. And I love the dentist, right? What did I learn this week? One, I can have my mouth open for a really long time without complaining. <laughs> Two, I can take a lot more pain than I thought. <laughs> and three, I really enjoy a man's fingers in my mouth. Life lessons. You know how awkward it is to ask Dr. Kyle to pull your hair when you're in the dentist chair? That is awkward. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. I go to the student dentist, so they're not real doctors yet, which is why I get to call him Dr. Kyle. It's not his last name. <laughs> they're also so young. They're all under 30, just like all you beautiful people. All right. I'm like, do I have another vegan joke? No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'll, 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 I'll pivot to this before I start up this crazy awesome show. I have a fetish about uh, uncircumcised guys. Anybody uncircumcised? <laughs> it's okay, okay, cool, yeah, good, yeah! I have a fetish about uncircumcised guys. I wanna, I wanna pull up their dick. I wanna pull that foreskin up over that dick. <laughs> yeah, I wanna put whiskey in that foreskin. I want whiskey dick for real! Can I finally get what I want, right? It's twofold. Um, one, thank you. <sighs> it's twofold. I'm so glad you got that. It's such a hidden gem that most people don't pick up on, but I like, okay. So it is twofold. Uh, one, I'm an alcoholic and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. And two, boys are gross. And you gotta clean out all that schmegma. Cool. I'm your host tonight, Pam Benjamin. Yay! Yay! You're all here. This is exciting. I can't wait. This is a crazy night because I did, I promise you, I booked two other lady people who identify as not men. And uh, they both canceled. So tonight's show is like my dream. It is all hot young men, like under 30. I'm like, yeah! Anybody else as excited as I am? No, the lights, they're going to um, take pictures, think about it later. Maybe I'll listen to this podcast and get down with my bad self. You know what I'm saying? Right, your first comedian. One of my favorite people on the scene. I love him so much. He's been killing it here, and you're going to love him too. Put your hands together, everybody, for Peter Struckmeyer. Yay! <laughs> Oh, 
All I want to do is just go night clubbing! <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. You're looking at me and you're like, that feels very off-brand for him. <laughs> I, I look like the only clubbing I've ever done was after school to play chess. But no, like, I just want to go to a gay club where it's, like, loud and dark and crowded and sweaty and sticky. And there are, like, disco lights with great lighting like this for my entrance. And there's also a fog machine that I've only ever seen at gay clubs and middle school dances in gymnasiums. And I am sipping on a very overpriced vodka soda, but that's okay because it's been over a year since I could go and buy an overpriced vodka soda. So at this point, this drink is all I have left to hang on for. And suddenly the DJ starts playing Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, Rain On Me. And there I am on the dance floor like, Rain On Me! And like, maybe I start to cry, maybe I hold it together, who knows, it's my dance floor. <laughs> and I meet the man of my dreams, and he is rich, but has never heard of tech. <laughs> and we get married, I quit my job, I just become a trophy husband, so that all I have to do is sit around and look pretty, and bang, and vacuum. Yes! And that's it! <laughs> Like, God, I miss being gay. <laughs> like, there is nothing we can go and do right now. And Instagram chose now of all times for the people you may know feature to be all of the whore shit I've done in San Francisco from 2014 to 2018. <laughs> yeah, it's just like during that time, like all I did was just like blow guys named Jason and Instagram picked up on it finally and was like, you have a lot of people in your phone named Jason Grinder. Let's recommend you follow all of them on social media. It's yeah, it's like all these phone numbers where like I looked back at the text history and all it was was here's the building code so you can buzz up and eat my dick. Do you know what I learned though? One of these gentlemen named Jason is now married to a woman and just had a baby. Do you know how bad I must have been at sex for that to happen? Like, I'm sorry, fine, you could be bi, whatever, but if you have used the phrase, who's daddy's little girl? with your daughter and my boner, we have a problem. Uh, let's see, um, there's a pandemic going on. <laughs> Anyone else not handling it particularly well? Uh, like, the other day I just started singing London Bridge by Fergie with choreography and everything. I was like, how come every time you come around my London, London Bridge, wanna go down like London, 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 we going down like London, 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 we going down like. Which, like, wouldn't be that weird 
because I'm super gay. Except that I was at Safeway. The store attendant was like, sir, this is the rotisserie chicken aisle. Even we have standards here. And I have spent way too much online during this whole pandemic, okay? Let me tell you, the internet has its limits. I've been to them. Did you know the USPS has its own Reddit page? That is how far down the internet I have gone. It's just like a bunch of losers who are like debating how many stamps you need to send out a bubble mailer. And the correct amount of postage is actually three stamps. Uh, that tip brought to you courtesy of shitpig69. <laughs> but no, like I'm trying to do more things that I find pleasurable now. Like I'm trying to do things that bring me joy. So I'm masturbating a lot and I'm going on walks. Not at the same time, just to be clear, it is San Francisco, we do need to clarify that here. No, like I'll go on a nice walk over to Fisherman's Wharf. Do you know how fucked up the world has to be for there to be such thing as a nice walk to Fisherman's Wharf. It just smells like seawater and in and out and shame. Like there's a prison in the background I would rather be at at all times. And you're constantly in danger of death because there's all these like fat tourists who can barely fit into those yellow go-karts that they drive on the sidewalk. Like, why am I like dodging through traffic, like walking by Trader Joe's? So yeah, it, the, the world has come to a sad place that I now think walking to Fisherman Wharf is fun. Like I'll just go out there and start blubbering among the seals. Like, what if God was one of us? Just a stranger on the bus trying to make his way home. No one calling on the phone. And the seals will just blubber back at me like, <laughs> Here's a question for you. Uh, how many more Princess Diana movies do we need? <laughs> well, no, like, no, like there was that entire season of The Crown on Netflix. And then Netflix also released that documentary about her because God forbid we spaced that out nicely. <laughs> and now there's going to be a Princess Diana movie starring Kristen Stewart? Yeah, like, is Princess Diana going to blow a werewolf? Like, is this, like, the time that they did, like, Abe Lincoln versus the Vampire Hunters? Like, who dropped acid and thought this was a good idea? You saw it? Oh, okay. We need to stream that live on Mutiny Radio. Pam, take notes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is it? What happens in it? 
But, like, what's the premise of why Abraham Lincoln is killing the vampires? <laughs> and he can, just, he can just vanquish all evil. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right. I'm getting the light. That's convenient. Um, what do I want to leave you with here? Um, I'm playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Anyone else play Animal Crossing here? Yeah, it's not fun. It's just like, it, it's chores that I don't do in real life. It's like a lot of hunting and like picking up sticks. Like I've got laundry all over my apartment and I haven't been to the supermarket in like three weeks, okay? But there is one thing I find really admirable about this game. Uh, you don't pay for your lodging with the money you accrue. You pay for it with the miles you travel, which is a really neat lesson if you think about it. If you have a very serious financial commitment you need to make, run away from it, and it will go away forever. All right, I'm Peter Struckmeyer. That's my time. Thank you, everyone. Peter Struckmeyer, hooray! Yay! Yay and then yay! Yay! I didn't tell people what the order is, so it's going to be like a bunch of guys being like, when is it? What's going to happen? I don't know. Uh, Hunter, you're next. Before I bring you up, though, I just I just want to I just want to comment real quickly on uh, Abraham Lincoln being the best president that ever presidented. A lot of great guy, right? Uh, abolished slavery. Everybody's super excited about that. Uh, absolutely, super 100. No, very important. But here's the thing: he didn't do it because he was a humanitarian. Nay, he did it because the people in the north were pissed off because they weren't getting free labor. Right? Everyone in the South was making all this money because they had free labor. And the people in the North were like, wait a minute. And they got mad. And then he got to be known forever and all time as a humanitarian. But no, he did it for financial resources. Don't you know the government's been lying to us forever? Nope, just me? Cool. I, I mean, it's fine. I'm super down with fascism, though. So I'm like, as long as the fascist is the right one, we're all fine. You know, R.I.P. Um, uh, the Cuban guy. Fidel. <laughs> they make a great, they make it, <laughs> is he Cuban? They make a great sandwich. And also, also free health care. So super down with Cuba. Uh I, uh, anyway, okay, I'm not going to be political. I don't, uh, ah, uh, your next comedian. Ooh, I already said who this was. He, uh, he's, he's a lovely human being. He's here all the time. Don't forget, you're not supposed to F swear, darling, sweet, sweet face, wherever you are. Okay, you only did one. You were fine. And it was, it was well-timed. Everybody put your hands together. He, he's such, so supportive of the station. I love him so much. Hunter Uniac, yay! The baggies are here, darling. Keep it going for me and Pam Benjamin, people. Yeah. Pam, never tell me the baggies are here unless there's cocaine in it. Hi guys. How are we doing? Doing good, cool. I um You got so like we talked about Super Bowl earlier, right? You know, Pam was talking about Super Bowl earlier. I watched it. Um when did we as a nation become so pretentious that we need two national anthems and a poem before the big game? You know what's the worst part about that? Half of our country 
then starts shitting on these athletes for taking a knee during the third national anthem. They're not protesting. They're tired. They have a game to play. Can they at least rest before that? Jesus. I, I said that at a redneck bar last night. I almost got my ass kicked. I, um, what else do you guys say? I'm Irish. Did somebody go, when I saw somebody do that. If I could use my one F swear now, I would. No, but um, I'm Irish, and uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but in Irish culture, a lot of them are homophobic. It's also what I'm proud about, but like, I finally discovered why the Irish are homophobic. Uh, we believe in leprechauns, and leprechauns live at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> you stole our flag. And you guys think, Hunter, the Irish flag is green, white, and orange. It's not a rainbow. We were just too drunk to finish the rest of the fucking rainbow. That was it, sorry, yeah. It's ironic though, it's ironic. Like, our native language is literally called Gaelic and we're still homophobic. <laughs> uh, my first job ever, I was working with my father. Anybody ever have a bad relationship with their father, which means ever work with him? No, you guys are happy? The, the one old person in the crowd is like, yeah, I hate my life too, I get it, no. Sorry, that's mean. But um, the f like, for those of you guys who don't know, here's what it's like working with your father. You ever get fired and grounded on the same day? Like, I lost my allowance, but I gained severance pay. It's nice. I'm sick of COVID. I am. Uh, the most productive thing I've done all of COVID is I got a new couch. Don't woo that. I pretty much just got a better place to rest my depression. Worst part is, I didn't even pay for the couch. My buddy broke up with his girlfriend, took the, took the couch, brought it over to my place. You know, so pretty much the thing that brings me the most joy and happiness in life is just rested upon from the, t uh, the tears and failures of another person. I messed up that joke, but yes, I am an asshole. Uh, this joke makes sense. My girlfriend broke up with me. <laughs> um, I treated her like a goddess, but I finally found out why she broke up with me. I treated her like a goddess. I'm an atheist. I never believed in her. You know, when I met this girl, I found she's a raver. Because the first time we had sex, we used a glow stick condom. We broke it before we used it. Crazy. Before I met this woman, I, uh, I was sleeping with single mothers. Didn't happen on purpose. Just kind of happened. You know what's the best part about sleeping with single moms? The snacks. <laughs> They're amazing. One time this woman, she gave me a fruit by the foot after, and I had to split it with her because it was the only way she was going to get six inches that night. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do I want to talk to you guys about? I'm half white and half Filipino, which means I'm 100%. I'm 100% white at heart and 100% Filipino on a on a college. Oh fuck, shit. I'm 100% Filipino uh, Filipino for uh, college reasons. Did that work? No, that's why I'm doing stand up right now. I guess the point is I'm so white I leave Yelp reviews for my drug dealers. I'm so white if I was a pimp. All my hoes would have dental. I'm so white, I discovered most deaf from the cameo he had on House. <laughs> yeah, that's how I discovered him. That's not even a joke, like that literally happened. He played a, there's so many, he played a deaf guy, that's the worst part. And that's why I didn't listen to his music. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I like drinking. Who likes drinking? I um 
Fun fact about drinking. Up until the year 1820, the only way you can have clean drinking water was if alcohol was available. That's how they sterilized it. That means everybody up until the year 1820 was blacked out drunk all the time. That's amazing. America was founded in 1776. That means the founding fathers of this great country were blacked out when they signed the Declaration of Independence. That's amazing. Am I just like ruining your guys' uh, history stuff? That's okay. It is. That's why Benjamin Franklin, he wrote our constitution. He invented the stove. How did he discover electricity? Anybody know? He flew a kite into a thunderstorm at 3 in the morning. Yeah, that's not a man of science. That's a drunk man flying a kite into a thunderstorm at 3 in the morning. No, he went, dude, hold my vodka. Benjamin Franklin, he was not drinking beer. He was, yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, that's why now I believe that Jesus Christ was the only sober man before that time period. Uh, there's a very famous story in the Bible. Do you guys know it? Where he fed like 5,000 people with three fish. No, we're all going to hell. That's why I like it. But he fed 5,000 people with three fish. You know what happened next to it? It says on the Bible. He fed 5,000 people with three fish. It happened next to a river. That means everybody in the Bible is too drunk to know where fish come from. <laughs> Jesus says, take my hand. I shall guide you in the promised land. That's him trying to get his drunk ass to Paul's friend's home at 4 in the morning. I can see him pacing up and down the streets of biblical Bethlehem just going, Judas! Ju Jesus Christ, Judas. I swear to God, you're going to be the death of me one of these days. Somebody go, ooh, I'm sorry. Was that spoilers? Like, if you haven't read the book, you're not going to read the book. I, uh, I'm going to tell you, like, the biggest, the dumbest thing I ever did in my life. I went to the wrong funeral. I'm not going to tell you the story. I'm just telling you a little bit about me. <laughs> hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Yeah? Cool. Cool. I, um, hmm. Somebody asked me a personal question. Anything. I want to riff. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I tried to do an Irish accent, and my voice squeaked. Like, that is not an Irish accent. That's like me becoming prepubescent child. No, um, I'm not going to, because I can only do it. I can only do it for, like, short specs. You know what? Top of the warranty. Now, how are you doing now? Grand, I. The worst part about this accent is I can't do it unless I keep on saying the F word every other letter. I didn't say it. It's either that or the C word. And if I can't say the F word, I definitely can't say the C word. Ah. It's weird, though, guys. I, um, what else do I talk about? How much time do I have left, Pam? There we go. I know. I'm ending right there, ladies and gentlemen. Yay, that was great. Hunter Uniac, everyone. Yes. I love Hunter. He's amazing. He's a lovely human being. Your next comedian, 
I met him years ago because he was at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. I think it was like the first or second year. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I'm actually going to bring it back. I'm going to try to bring back the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, the sixth annual. I'm going to try to do it in August because I can use all the outdoor venues, and, um, and I think that's going to work. We're going to try. But yeah, I think he lives in Brooklyn now. He used to live in Portland. He's so funny. You are in for such a treat. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Joe Glasgow! Yay! I got my baggie. Yes, keep it going for Pam. All right. Thank you, guys. Um, I'm regretting the backwards hat already. I'm just... I turned it around because, you know, you want people to see your face on stage for, like, facial expressions, but I just look like I'm going to tell you about the startup I work at. Without you asking, that's just that's every party I go to in San Francisco is just that. Like I don't even ask someone. There's just someone in my face. Like yeah, so it's a startup for tech star startups that does tech for startups, <laughs> algorithm startups, and I do sales for them or something. Just so so pumped about it. Oh, hate the tech bros. Does anyone here work in tech? <laughs> Did you say yes? Just yes. I do. That's all right. You got to you got to make the money, hey, Pam. Um, I, d can people see me with the lighting? I've been sitting over here watching this show, and it just looks like that weird conf confessional lighting <laughs> in documentaries, right? I look like I'm recounting what happened to me in the Pratt. <laughs> with the weird voice, like, yeah, so Bro Brock told me to go downstairs. Like, I don't... <laughs> it's good lighting, though. It's good lighting. Um, yeah, I'm just tired of being a straight dude. I feel like we, you know... Like all my friends are, uh, a lot of them are, are street dudes and they're just, they're, we're boring. We're so boring to be around. Like we, we're so predictable. My friends still talk about the ratio at events. <laughs> like during COVID. I'm like, dude, you can't even have that many people there. Like, but what's the, you know, is it like two to two? Like what? <laughs> they're pretty good. You guys know that argument? Like the ratio of men to women at a certain party or event. It's a really, I mean, it's just boring. It's only straight guys who care. Right? Like, I have, I have friends who are pansexual and bisexual. They don't care about the ratio. It's great. You ever call up a bisexual friend at a party and be like, how's the ratio? They'd be like, it's amazing. I don't know. It's the best it could possibly be. I really appreciate you guys coming out and sitting during, like, to be at a comedy show where you're like, am I going to get hit by a car? Like, I appreciate you just sitting back during it. Being cool about it. I love doing Pam shows. Pam, I appreciate you having me on. It's always a blast. I love before getting on stage, Pam being like, don't say the F word. And then everyone before me is just like, dick skin tubes. And I'm like, I think the F word's probably all right. I don't know. It's probably fine. I miss the West Coast. I used to, I used to live in, in New York. I'm back on the West Coast now. Thank goodness. I miss just that overly polite. Like, these guys aren't even watching the show. They're just waiting <laughs> until it's over. That's, they don't want to be rude. They're like, I think it'll be done like 20. We can just wait it out. I, I used to live out in New York. And the, the first day I got there, I was wearing my Blazers t-shirt. I'm from Portland. Blazers basketball t-shirt yeah right and like in portland people are like cool and san francisco people are like hey, they don't really say much so they're like okay <laughs> but in new york people are like i hate the blazers like that happened to me the first time i was on the subway my first day there i was like oh cool i'm gonna make friends here this is gonna be great 
But I tried to like make conversation with the guy. I was like, oh, sh are you like a, like a Lakers fan or something, like their rival? He's like, nah, Yankees. I was like, I don't think they're playing each other this season. But, but I feel like that's how that guy and all East Coasters just go throughout their entire day, right? Like they'll go to someone's house and see that they have a cat. They'd be like, I hate cats. Or are you a dog person? Nah, Yankees. I just, um, just trying to get the word out about them. I don't know. Just angry straight dudes. That's all it is. Like, oh, I'm just sorry. I like, I've been talking to too many of my straight dude friends who like don't understand. Like, I'm like telling them about my anxiety, and they're like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> anxiety, dude? What? <laughs> That's nuts. It's great though, like now during COVID, because I'm getting calls from those same friends who are like, I think I get it. I think I understand what's what that is, what's going on. Uh, I love, people are talking about mental health. Even like Instagram models are talking about, <laughs> this is my favorite. Depression is not a joke. It's like, <laughs> it's always just like the hottest dude with a great jaw. And he's like, I remember when I found out I had anxiety. And you're like, really dude, anxiety doesn't mean people just want to have sex with you. And he's like, all right, I don't have anxiety then, sorry. Not sure what anxiety is. I feel like everyone, even if you don't have like mental health issues, like everyone has that negative voice in their head, right? It's just like the middle school bully, right? When you believe them, no matter what, they're like, jeans suck. And you're like, I guess I won't wear jeans anymore. You're right. It's February. Damn it. <laughs> so cold. Like, did they just only wear basketball shorts all year? And they're like, what you wear sucks. You're like, all right. Yeah, I agree. Why do we, we do that with that, that voice in our head where the voice in your head's like, you suck. And you're like, for sure. <laughs> You're totally right. But that's, I, I learned how to, how to not have that happen by a, by a conversation with my grandpa. My, my grandpa's a very smart man, and he'll always talk to me about like relationships and traveling and like, you know, relating to yourself and all that. And then he'll say something like super Islamophobic, and I'm like, whoa, I don't believe anything you just said now. <laughs> so that's what you should do with that negative voice in your head. Just pretend it's your really ignorant grandpa. And then you won't believe it. It's really great. It'll try to do the same things. It'll be like, oh, you're a piece of shit. You're lazy. You won't amount to anything. You suck. You're always going to have that dark cloud over your head because a Jewish person put it there. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Why do you believe that? You're so paranoid. Oh, West Coast, baby, we're back. I did the Oregon-California border again recently. Love that. You know that? When you go, yeah, all right there, and there's just a SWAT team waiting for you when you're driving across. You, you, have you guys done this, the, the California, like where you drive down and you think that they're going to be like, get out of the car, but instead they're like, do you have fruit? <laughs> guys, who are the fruit people? What's up? What are they? Because all you say is no, and they're like, yeah, for sure. Go ahead. <laughs> what do they do? What? Oh, really? Why do you think they do that? Because this is like, is this their job or is this just people who are like, I want to get food? <laughs> oh. Do you do that? Are you, do you, are you one of the people who does that? Because you know a lot of people, or you know a lot about this where you're like, actually, they're pretty good. Yeah, they don't pay enough. But <laughs> I'm so confused because like every time I do that, I'm like, is this just someone who's lonely, who's like trying to make friends but doesn't know how, you know? Where they drive up, and they're like, all right, you got your mask. Let's try and make a friend. We got a Hyundai Sonata. Okay. And they're like waiting, and they're like, hey, what's up? You got fruit? No? All right. All right, see you later. 
That was that was weird as shit. Yeah, a weird way to make friends. Do you work for them? Who does everyone here work for this? They're like, I've never had so many people in the audience be like, well, actually, the reason why they do that is because California's more expensive. This is actually good to know. I've literally, I've never had anyone know. Everyone's just like, no, I'm pretty sure that's a made-up job. Like, because these people go to dinner parties, right? And then people ask them what they do, and they're like. I make sure that, yeah, fruit doesn't go from Oregon to California. And people are like, why do you do that? They're like, I, I don't know. <laughs> they didn't tell me. And then you show up and you're like, well, actually, the reason why is because. I actually appreciate that. I'll, like, <laughs> at the end of that joke, now I'm going to be like, just so you guys know, oranges are more expensive in California, even though they're grown here. <laughs> Avocados are grown here, but they're more expensive here. I don't know. Um, guys... I um I haven't done stand up besides last week, which was great. It was so much fun. I haven't done it in so long, and I feel like everyone just has this like COVID brain now. You know what I mean? Like this quarantine brain where we're all just so like slow and like uh, this is just me delaying because I don't remember what I'm what joke I'm <laughs> do do next. Um, no, I'm just I'm tired of the 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 straight guy stuff. I'm still just. My like my friends just tell me how long they have sex for. I don't know. <laughs> like first of all, I know you're lying. Every straight guy just lies about that. Like I have friends who are talking to me like they're they've never lied in their life, and they're like, I promise all my life I had sex with this girl for three hours the other. Like is she okay? Why are you <laughs> three hours? Like I drove to San Jose and back. Like what are you doing <laughs> for three hours? It's the bros. It's always the bros. And I know I, I shouldn't have wore this backwards hat. I look like I look like the guy who made up all the nicknames at the wedding. You know, the guy in the fraternity giving the toast. Like I was the first one to call him. Sorry, uh, Goochface. I love you, man. I'm really, really proud of you. I'm not a bro though. I I don't play the bro games. I don't play the flip cups or the beer pongs. They just stress me out. It just seems like a lot of horny dudes who are like, get it in. You're like, all right. This isn't fun for anyone now. I do play this one bro game. Uh, it's called Tanner, and anyone can play it. Uh, what you do is you walk around San Francisco in the marina, and you walk by groups of bros, and you just go, hey, Tanner. <laughs> and you win every time, <laughs> every time. I'm Joe Glasgow. You guys have been awesome. Thank you. Yay, Joe Glasgow, yay! I can't wait for him to do more and more comedy for us. I'm so glad. I hope you move here. That would be, oh, I'd be over the moon. Because uh, funny dudes, like, this, and again, it's like all funny dudes tonight. And people are like, oh, Pam, why do you put all funny dudes on the show? And I'm like, well, there are so many of them, and they're so cute. <laughs> like, what am I? I'm just trying to be Mitzi Shore here. You know what I'm saying? You want a set next week? You know what to do. All right. Okay, your next comedian, he's a super, super funny guy out of San Jose or something, somewhere far away. We have people that drove for this show. Put your hands together right now for Alex Woody. Yay! Yay! Pam, you know I don't live far away. I live upstairs. What are you talking about? Fuck. Now I actually uh, flashed my tits to get this gig. So that's pretty cool. Under boob. I got like over boob. They're too, they're too big. I need a breast reduction. 
ASAP. Anyone know a good doctor? Because I'm not working out. I've worked out recently. I can't even get past the stretching. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. I almost died the other day. Look at this shit. Hey guy, I'm clean. I'm clean. All right. No? It's tw it's San Francisco. It's <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's my one F word, right? Okay. I think the kids are even seeing the F word after that. You could chalk it up to 2021, right? That's what people chalk it up. You did a dude last night? Hey, it's 2021. What the hell? You punched your mom? Hey, it's... Okay, that didn't work. <laughs> you raped your arm? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> what is it, 1955? <laughs> My dad would like you, for sure. <laughs> oh, he... <sighs> Now, he didn't use his fist. He threw a remote at me. That's how he got my attention. Ow. Okay. I'm looking. <laughs> uh, I probably remind you a lot of your, your dads, your abusive dads, don't I? <laughs> Receding hairline, chubby, puffy jacket. Ah! <laughs> no, it's him again. I'm not your dad. Uh, the hairline, though, um, this is actually a haircut I got. Yeah. I told the, uh, yeah, I told the lady, um, let me get the depressed guy who jerks off three times a day. Can I get that one? What is that, number 45? Yeah, I'm not even 45, but people think I am. I asked the cashier, I was like, how, you ever play that game, you go in the grocery store kind of drunk? How, uh, what do you think about, what's my age, you think? She was like, 46. I'm like, 32, close. Real close. I know I got the, the old guy genes in me. Definitely dying young. Definitely dying young. <laughs> Definitely. But uh, no, actually, uh, California is getting so expensive, my hairline moved. See ya. Where'd you go? I'm going to Texas to follow Joe Rogan. Okay, asshole. You're not even a fucking comedian, dude. You live with a comedian. The fuck? Uh, yep. Oh, man. Florida. Too hot there. Way too hot there. I went to Florida once, and I was sweating places. I didn't even know you could sweat. I was like, oh, my God, I'm I'm dripping on my asshole, and I don't even have diarrhea. What is... I was just, like, standing trying to get coffee, like, oh, this is... You can see why people fucking live here. Oh, sorry, too. Someone had to break the record. Uh, kids are inside by now. They're like, oh, my God, another straight white guy. I'm in here. That's a... Kids are so, like... Up to date, even in San Francisco, they're like, I only listen to black, bi, gay comedians. I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. You sound like every other booker I talk to. Thank God Pam likes my, thanks God Pam likes my tits. You know what I mean? She appreciates it. Showed them at the punchline. They're like, get out of here. Not interested. I'm like, that rejection feels uh, similar to another experience of mine, junior prom. Yeah, after the dance, I asked for my uh, skin flute to be played, orally, of course. And uh, she said, no, not interested. Yeah, I guess uh, that's why you don't ask your cousin to prom. Thanks, Mom. Good idea. <laughs> 
Not true. You guys are looking down. Not true. I didn't ask my cousin. She's like, oh, my God, this guy's a sick. He, he, he looks like Louis C.K. and he acts like him. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. This is a joke. I might talk about fucking my grandma. I didn't actually fuck her. Oh, shit. Sorry. She asked me, hey, can you do the show and not say F words? I was like, oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, absolutely. I'll act like my son's there. Well, guess what? I swear in front of my son. <laughs> yeah, I'm a good father. <laughs> Eight years old. Uh, asks a lot of questions, let me tell you. Uh, I have Japanese tattoos on my arm because I'm sophisticated. Don't even know if they're Japanese. I got them in Pittsburgh. I have no. I'm in a trailer park. My son goes, Daddy, were you a ninja? I told him, nope, just an idiot. <laughs> Explaining my team mistakes, you know what I mean? I didn't even want to show him the Lord of the Rings tattoo I have on my ass, you know what I mean? I'll explain that to him when he's older. Oh, yep, kids. Uh, I got married. Um, yeah, hitting a woman over the head and putting a bag over and putting her in a trunk really works, let me tell you. That's how you get one. Better than a tender date, I'm telling you. It's way quicker. They're quiet, you know what I mean? You have to hear stories. They're like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Jokes, people. Jokes, people. Jokes, people. Actually, she's she's in the trunk. I'm a serial killer. Like, you guys are all dead. I'm going to kill you all. I want to see that serial killer that just, like, has the flamethrower just like, fuck you. Oh. I hate you all. I hate you all. Uh, especially the guy that says F for too much. You, you fat ass. Speaking of fat ass, I was driving over here, and someone called me a loser, fat ass turd. I know, San Francisco, right? Uh, yeah, they had their dick out, too. I'm like, Jesus, man. You gonna say something rude and fucking show me your dick? God. I can't stop, Pam. I'm a comedian. You tell me not to say something, I'm gonna say it. Surprised I haven't said the F word yet. The other one. I won't. I won't. Okay. I've already offended enough kids today. Won't offend the gays as well. <laughs> but uh, this guy called me this uh, amazing name, uh, combination of names, and I go, how does he know the nickname my wife gave me? I... I know. I went. I did an ADD route from that joke. You're like, how do you get back there? Uh, that's my fucking. L <laughs> I'm never getting booked here again. She's, she's removing me off of Facebook. She's calling my wife as soon as I get off the mic. This guy is horrible. How can you live with him? I I asked myself that. I don't even know how my wife lives with me. Um, but I knew when she was the one, I tell you that. I knew she, when she was a keeper. First night we hooked up, she goes, oh, my God, it's so big. And I'm like, uh, she is clueless. <laughs> she doesn't know it's out there. She thinks BBC is British Broadcast Communications still. She's like, like that's not even what it stands for. You're, you're close. Uh, she thinks Lex Steele is Superman's brother, you know? So I'm like, Eesh, don't look at my phone ever, <laughs> you know? But uh, she's Christian. You got to find a Christian because they don't know anything, really. <laughs> they don't. They don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, hey, come back, baby. Come back, baby. I need some more laughs, big mama. 
Yeah, uh... Loud. I thought I got away from, you know, from that. I was in the suburbs, and I thought I got away from those jerks. hate those trucks. Forgot what I was talking about. Gosh darn it. Oh, uh, the wife, Christian. She's a Latina, too. Hey, I, I triple scored right there. Uh, you know, I love her to death, and when she uh, said yes to my proposal, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said yes. You must be high. I told her, look, look at money's not option. You tell me where you want to get married. You pick the venue. She goes, okay, um, Home Depot. <laughs> so my whole family can be there. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying what she said, okay? <laughs> hey, the great part was we had the, uh, the after party at Walmart so my family could be there. I was like, uh, yes, I'll hang out in the crossbow section. This is fun. Yeah, my cousin's dead now. I, you know, we go hard in the Woody family. <laughs> That's my last name. Uh, very lucky to have that last name. Yeah, grew up with the last name Woody. That was interesting. Woodcock, Woodrow, Woodrat, Woodfoe. Oh. Anyone got a weird last name here? No? Is Woody the weirdest one here? <laughs> and I'm uncircumcised, too. My mom was like, let's double <laughs> screw him over. I wanted to say the other word. Yeah, thank God, though, when I was born, um, my dad cut the umbilical cord because my mom wanted a, a girl. Okay, that's where she's going to cut my, my ding-dong off. Got to work on that joke. I told that to a comedian, too. We'll say whatever. We'll tell a joke to a comedian, and it won't work. It won't work on anyone, the priest, the uncle, Santa Claus with his pants down. But we'll still do it on stage. It's sick. We're sick. We're sick people. I love the pain. Ah, I love it. It's probably why I was addicted to drugs. Oh, yeah, not anymore. I'm addicted to life. Right? Yeah. Look at the only guy clapping. He's like, everyone else is like, you should go back on drugs. You're, <laughs> you're a lot more normal back then. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm addicted to life. Uh, cereal. Yeah. Yay. I like. I mean, I like it. I just eating too much of it. You know what I mean? Diabetes is right around the corner. It's like, hey, guy, can't wait to hang out with you. Didn't know we were doing a fucking podcast. I had to say the F word. I had to say the F word. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I love you. I love uh, cereal in the morning. Thank God you don't eat cereal. Actually, you can eat at any time. I was going to say, thank God you can't eat at night, but who am I? Who am I, some communist pig? That's something China would say. Coronavirus didn't come from here, and you can't eat cereal past noon. I'd be, I'd be out of there. Not because of the coronavirus, but because of the cereal law. You know? uh, they're denying that coronavirus has come, come from there. And I'm like, you guys are smart. <laughs> I don't think that's something you want to brag about. Like, hey, uh, yeah. It's like, uh, you know how states are like home of, you know, wallflowers. Hey, home of the corona. Hey, come to China. <laughs> like, they're not doing that at all. And they're like blaming other tr countries. They're like, I think it came from Italy. <laughs> Exactly. That's my, that's my, when I read that, I was like, you're not fooling anyone. I'm going to be quiet like this audience.
You're like this 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 prick's bring up coronavirus on the sidewalk. What a what a vajay. I know. Um if you're in a relationship, I, I see maybe a couple there or maybe brother and sister. Okay, a couple. Um I can never tell nowadays, twenty twenty one. But uh don't go on Instagram uh with her next to you like that. It got me in trouble the other night. Oh, let me tell you. You know, those IG models will get you in trouble. You don't even have to talk to them. You just like their photo. My wife saw me like a photo of IG model. She had the, the butt and the thong, right? And uh, she's, she's like, why did you like that? And I go, if, if I don't like this, she won't feel secure about herself. And, you know, you don't want any harm to come to her, right? Depression, suicide, right? And she's like, yeah, that's true. That could lead to all that. And I'm like, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then she goes, uh, well, can you at least uh, pull your pants up? We've, we've got company over. Uh, guys, my name's Alex Woody. Thanks for uh, hanging out. Sorry for all the F words. I'm sorry. Alex Woody on my OnlyFans. Yes. Just kidding. I don't have an OnlyFans yet. Uh, I, was, I was concerned in the past about uh, making money. <laughs> this is a jar for people. Uh, but I was concerned about making money, and I was like, oh, yeah, everyone says, get it, make, a, make an OnlyFans page, make an OnlyFans page. And I'm a feminist. I don't know if there's going to be that many people that want to watch me reading Virginia Woolf's A Room of One's Own Naked. Like, is that, right? I'm reading A Room of One's Own Naked. Is that sexy? I don't shave either, and I'm like, what is the, thank you. Yeah, I had to I tried to shave my butt today because like I realized there was hair back there and I can't see it, so no one else should either. <laughs> like it's it's a dangerous place in Matushi. Uh who is up next? Let's figure it out. Yay! Oh, I'm so excited. He is from um San Jose and he was recommended by another comic and then I was like looked him up and I'm like, Oh my god, he's so funny, he's super great. Everybody, clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Tyler, and your last name starts with an S, and it has N's in it, and it's like, it's not, it's not like, it's like Scannel or something, it's not Scanner, Stannard, everybody put your hands together, Uh, Tyler Stannard, yay, there's the um, baggies. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. If you were leaving as I came up, just do it. Just do it. Honestly, like, like, trust me. I, I do comedy so much that being a disappointment to anyone or anything is just so natural. Like, I would want you to leave. If your night here is done, then start ending it with me. All right? I think... I think I'm a good person to just leave out in the cold, you know? I think cuz I'm cool with it. Like I'm saying I'm cool with it. You know. Uh it's great. Uh I think you're a weak person if you masturbate with lotion. <laughs> I think that's just a weak trait, you know? Uh I'm super addicted to porn. <laughs> uh I'm so addicted to porn that when my family held my intervention, I thought we were all just going to have sex. (laughs) Super disappointed when the pizza guy showed up and just dropped off pizza. 
which sucks because normally I'm really excited when he just drops off pizza. I mean, just look at me. You know, uh, <laughs> and I like my porn the same way I like my coffee made by amateur lesbians. <laughs> just delicious. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you should own a pet if you're going to do such a bad job running its Instagram. <laughs> no, like my mom made an Instagram for our dog that I still haven't even followed back. Like, that's how much I don't like it. Like, like I, how, my, I'm just not going to, I'm going to message the dog one day and, and pretend like it's not my mom responding to me. I'm like, oh, hey, you're such a good boy. It's like, woof, woof. Like, my mom's basically a furry at this point. Like, she's a furry without the suit, you know? Like, like she just needs a suit, and then she's good. And it, it's just such a weird thing to... I'm like, fuck that, you know? And I, I work downtown San Jose, and we have the FurCon there. And FurCon's awesome. Furries are great people. They're amazing, all right? And I saw the hottest female furry I've ever seen in my life. Or I was, I was like, how much is a fursuit really? You know, like, I was highly considering, like, how much can I put away from this check? I'm like, I got so much. I could mac on furry women so hard. I'd even just get half of a suit, and I'd just show up like a mascot on his break or something, you know? <laughs> just like, hey, what's going on here, you know? This fucking rotund in Portland, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I was like, maybe they, there's something to it, you know? Just free love. They're, so, they're fucking awesome. They just hang out and pee, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what furs do. <laughs> um, I only eat meat that I kill myself. And I only eat vegetables from field workers I've killed myself also. <laughs> All organic. This, this body's organic. Which is fucked. I'm 300 pounds of fuck. At least that's what it says on Tinder, you know? I, I feel like women use two fingers to swipe left on me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey. I do, I do pretty good. I amaze myself sometimes, you know? I'm like, I can't believe I'm eating this, you know? It's like crazy. And like, I've gone so long. I have a theory. Uh, I call it the horny net. And it's basically like, the longer you go without having sex, the bigger your net of horniness gets on like, just things you would do to have sex potentially. Like, I'll go, like, six months, and I'll be like, you know, maybe I'll suck on a toe now. I don't know. Like, if that's going to open up the doors for me, I'll start sucking on toes like they're individual little dicks, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I re that, <laughs> that whole joke comes from me just wanting to say sucking on toes like they're individual little dicks. <laughs> I think that's so funny. Uh, what I love, uh, San Jose has one, and so does San Francisco. I think it's great. The Taco Bell Cantina. Right, you guys been there? The Taco Bell where you can buy alcohol? I think that's so wild. Like imagine starting a tab at a Taco Bell. <laughs> like where do you have to be in life where you go to a Taco Bell and you're like, leave it open. And then they have to keep your card behind the glass window at a Taco Bell. Like if you, cl you forget to close out your tab <laughs> one day, and you had to go back in the morning when they're selling breakfast crunch wraps and be like, yeah, I need to close out. I don't know what, what did I even do last night? <laughs> All right, bro, you, you got shit housed at a Taco Bell, so 
obviously you tried to fight everyone outside instantly, you know? I think that's sick. One time I tried to order something off the secret menu at a Taco Bell and an employee took me to the back and sucked my dick. I was like, this isn't a beefy gordita. I was like so confused. I was just so worried and confused. <laughs> God, I miss comedy. God damn. It's crazy, I just sit at home all day wishing I was dead now. <laughs> like sometimes I sit on my hand until it falls asleep and then I pat myself on the back and pretend someone's proud of me. <laughs> this is the type of life I live now, you know? <laughs> it's not that I hate myself, I just want myself to die, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I don't actually wanna die, I don't think. I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. Um. The other day I went to Safeway on Adderall. I basically just worked an entire shift before leaving. It was insane. I was just helping out people. I was like, I got you on register two. Register two, what are the codes? What are the codes? And they're like, do you work out? I'm like, no, but you need me. And I was just fucking, I wasn't even wearing a mask. I was so brave, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine going out and not wearing a mask and be like, I'm brave. <laughs> like, I'm, so, I'm so not afraid. I'm so not, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's so funny going to the Safeway and just arguing with a high teenager about a mask. <laughs> like, like, bro, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm getting paid $15 an hour to just stand here, you know? <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. But Safeway is cool because they have the self-checkout. And, like, I like to try and be undercover fat by, like, sneaking some items through the self-checkout, you know? I don't want someone to see the shit that's on the... When you just have your junk food just on a conveyor belt super slow going to another person that's just just one by one like uh, bad choice bad choice <laughs> like it's not cool uh and like so I'll, I'll go i'll go get a donut at safeway in the morning you know you know maybe maybe two two donuts i'll get two donuts and uh when you go to the self-checkout they have they have a search bar that you have to search everything in so i have to start to type in donut and it's like it's just so sad. Like, I'm Googling donut in the middle of a Safeway. <laughs> and, like, being fat, you do things, and you just don't want people to, like, see you and be like, oh, he's fat, even though you're so outwardly just fat. Like, like, <laughs> like just doing random, like, <laughs> like, sometimes, like, the worst thing I'll ever do to myself is turning down the extra piece of food that's left over, you know? So I'm like, hey, you want the last, you know, what, like, little tamale or whatever? I'm like, no, I'm good. And I'll be home later pissed. Just fucking, just pacing in my room like a fucking dinosaur. Like a T-Rex outside a car, bro. Just like fucking, I just want that fucking thing. But, uh, <laughs> so I'm typing in donuts. And then as you spell out donut, the saddest JPEG image of a donut comes up. Like, it's like 240p. I don't know. Like It's like a donut picture from when they first invented internet, I guess. And they're like the first donut ever on there. And fucking, as soon as you hit it, it goes donuts out loud. Like it screams it. Like remember when TV commercials used to be louder than the show you're watching? It's like, they're, I feel like they did that to specifically try and make me lose weight or something. Where I'm like, I just stopped getting breakfast donuts, you know? Because I try it, like I hear that and I then it tells you the quantity and I'm getting two, so nothing more. What's more shameful than getting one donut, getting two donuts? So I fucking, I hit two and then it yells two donuts and I start to duck at this point. 
like, God forbid it be like, it's like, you need assistance with this item. <laughs> I'd just fucking leave it there. And I would go, bro. I'd just fucking, I'm out. Who, yeah, some ghost, some phantom in the night left these donuts here. I don't know. I don't know. It's always bad. I feel like just like, you know, insulting myself and self-deprecation is the easiest way to lose weight. So I wanted to invent a scale that just screams your weight, just like the way it screams donuts at the self-checkout. So as soon as I get on it, it goes, 300 pounds, you fat fuck. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I cuss. God, uh, I almost cussed again. Jesus, I'm sorry. Are you, I thought kids love the F word anyways. I don't know. <laughs> I feel so bad. Ah, uh, Jesus. I've had one of my favorite homeless interactions ever in San Francisco. I was getting out of my car and walking to a show, and this homeless guy on a bike was biking towards me, and he goes, big man, how's it going? I'm like, it's doing all right, man, how are you? And he just goes, homeless, and then just keeps going on into the night. Like, I, like, I would have given you all of my money in my wallet. Like. That's the funniest thing I, like, <laughs> I've ever heard from it. And I've seen, like, I work downtown where I live, and I see crazy things all the time. Like, one time I saw a homeless guy ask another homeless guy for spare change. Like, I wish I had that level of confidence. And then I imagine he did have the spare change to give him. And then they just get stuck in a loop of exchanging spare change. He's like, yeah, do you have spare change now? Yeah, bro, I got spare change. <laughs> fucking... And that's how we create sustainable energy. That's how Elon Musk gets to Mars. <laughs> uh, um, how come as a kid I never wanted to take naps, but now as an adult I can't wait to die? All right, that's been my time. Thank you so much, guys. Give it up to your host, Pam. Tyler, everyone, yes! That was awesome! He swore a lot. It had a lot of extra energy. Um, but you talked about energy. I've been concerned about all of this, the energy. I ate so much hot sauce last night, my poop was lava. We could power the city and methamphetamine labs on my poop. It was that hot. It was like, what are, why are we not taking this energy, using it for the good of people? Right? I walk around and my, my backpack makes my shirt rise up constantly. We're not using this energy. But I have to pull my shirt down 20 times a day. I can't charge my cell phone with this energy that's making my shirt ride up. Nobody thinks about energy, just me. Cool, just me and Greta Thorn Thornburg. <laughs> that's we're the only people who are like, <gasps> my poop is lava. And now it's time to power a methamphetamine lab. All right, your next comedian. Let me look at the list. He, oh, he's, you know, he's one of my favorite people. He's another tall, beautiful man under 30. <laughs> another tall, beautiful, blonde man under 30. That's tonight. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Clap your hands together and love him up so much, everybody. It's Jack Ferguson. Yay! see how it goes <laughs> hey how you doing guys uh, I'm a tall I'm tall I guess I don't know I'm six foot that was a, that was a good confidence boost uh, did you guys watch the Super Bowl 
there was a commercial during the Super Bowl that it was this uh, blind guy who climbed Mount Everest, which I thought was super inspiring, you know, that he climbed Mount Everest even though he's blind, except he doesn't really know if he climbed Mount Everest or not. You know what I mean? Like, they could have just put him in a refrigerator on a treadmill and been like, you did it, buddy, after a couple of hours, and then made a commercial about him, you know? There was no actual footage of him climbing Mount Everest. It was just him, like, doing a speaking tour. He could have been lying, you know? I don't know. Uh, this is a great joke to start on. I, um, <laughs> I'm bipolar. Uh, I am. I'm bipolar. Thank you for your applause. Uh, it's interesting being bipolar. People say a lot of weird stuff to you when they find out. They're like, oh, you're bipolar? I have a friend who I think is bipolar. And it's like, really? Is he diagnosed? And they're like, no, he's just a dick to everyone. So that's how you can tell, right? It's like, no, man, that's not even a symptom. Uh, I appreciate you laughing at that joke, even though you've heard it a million times, Peter. I haven't written new material in like nine months, so. Um, do you guys think dinosaurs are real? Yeah? They sound fake though, don't they? Like a giant, I mean, it's not really a joke, but I do think it'd be a good conspiracy theory to just say dinosaurs are made up, you know? <laughs> Maybe you could do something with that, Tyler. Uh, I, um, drunk driving's a big problem, right? You know, big problem, drunk driving. Drunk driving is a huge problem for me. Uh, I can't stop doing it. And the th here's the thing, they tell you drunk driving is super dangerous, uh, and it is super dangerous. What they don't tell you is that it's super fun and convenient, you know? Like, do you like getting fucked up with your friends? Yeah? Do you like cruising down the highway? Well, drunk driving is just both of those things combined, you know what I mean? I think you should be able to get a drunk driver's license. Like, go to the DMV, get fucked up in front of a government employee. Yeah, Pam would probably not even get that, to be honest. <laughs> They'd be like, Pam, you've been, you're too drunk for the drunk driver's license. Um, yeah, no, I think you should be able to get it. I think some people can do it, you know what I mean? And I know some of you are like, well, Jack, I've drunk drove before, and I didn't think it was that fun. I was super nervous the whole time, you know? And I understand that. It is a major crime. but. It goes, like, it, that nervousness goes away after the first four or five times you do it, you know? So it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's something that you can get used to. I don't know. Um, my girlfriend just broke up with me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, usually people go, aw, but <laughs> y'all are like, good, she got out. Uh, no, nah, it's a two-year-old joke, so... Um, it's not really relevant currently, but she, uh, I like she cheated on me, and I think the funny thing about like when a girl cheats on a guy, is that you remember when you find out, you remember how hard it was to convince her to sleep with you for the first time, and now some like random guy gets lucky just because you said you didn't want to get married. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, like that guy just like apparently I'm the world's like best wingman, you know. Because all I have to do is get my girl mad, and then some random dude gets laid. Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't have a punchline for that. I it's it's tough. Like it's tough doing jokes in front of you guys uh, for nine months in a row. Um, <laughs> it's a difficult thing, you know.
Um, nine months, yes. Uh, I, um, I, you know, we got out of the lockdown. We got out of the second lockdown. It's good. People, you can clap for that. So we made it through. <laughs> Fucking clap, motherfuckers. Uh, it's the second lockdown. You guys think there'll be a third? Yeah? Okay. If there's a third lockdown, I am going to kidnap Gavin Newsom. I'm recording this set. You can use this as evidence. I'm going to do it. I'm going to kidnap him. Um, I hope some of you will join me. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I, I didn't prepare for this. Um, you know, I... Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to do an old joke. I, uh, what do you guys think about guns? You like them? You, you're wearing a weird face mask, though. I feel like you should be really in favor of guns. Like, you look like one of the ninjas from Ninja Gaiden, you know? Nobody else can see him because he's behind a truck. <laughs> they're like, they're like, I guess he does. I don't know. <laughs> I like guns. I think guns are good, you know? I can't buy a gun because I'm bipolar, so fuck you, Gavin Newsom. But um, I think that, like, the, I, like, I think that, the best people who to like have guns are the ones who are super paranoid all the time. You know, like I'll give you an example. The, there was a guy who tried to go shoot up a church in Texas, and he got off one shot, and then he was immediately stopped by a volunteer security guard who got him from a hundred feet away in 2.6 seconds on his first shot. Right, and that guy's a hero. He stopped a mass shooting, but he was also like way too fucking ready. You know. Like 2.6 seconds, I didn't realize that John Wick was working volunteer security at a Texas church, you know? He shot the guy in the shoulder, and he said the reason he shot the guy in the shoulder was because the rest of his body was blocked by civilians, which means that at 100 feet, with 2.6 seconds to aim, he was like six inches away from hitting Betty who brings baked goods every week. And he still took the shot, you know? Like, that's a shot that fictional snipers in movies don't take, you know? And yeah, that guy, like, he stopped a mass shooting, but he also became the number one suspect for the next mass shooting, you know what I mean? Like, if that guy snaps and loses it, no one's going to be like, oh, what were the signs? Mm, I don't know. How about the time he domed someone in a house of God <laughs> without even blinking, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if that, like, convinces you that I should get a gun or not, that opinion, that joke, but um, that's all I have for tonight. Thank you guys. Good night. Yeah. Dome someone in a house of God, Jack Ferguson. Yeah. Heck yeah. No, hey, I'm, I'm super excited. Why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. triggered by everything right anyone else ever shot a gun i've never shot a gun nine millimeter bullets this week so the paper you hate paper is that what it is i i don't know if you're at a gun range obviously you hate paper coo -coo 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 -coo. this paper is for shit this paper didn't do anything this paper looks like my ex-husband. <laughs> this is the outline. It's in black. <laughs> Sorry, my ex-husband's black. I didn't mean it. No, I don't want to kill him, though. He's a really nice guy. And he has kids now and everything's fine. It's good. Hey, Will, you still here? Will Brown? Will Brown, did you leave? Henry, Will Brown? 
Well, your last comedian, he's not here yet because he's a really special individual. So I guess I have to do jokes. until I was going to give Will Brown a guest set, but Will disappeared. Empty chairs. Hi, lady over there. What's up? Okay. Um, I can do interim material until our last comic shows up. Let me do some crowd work. Who's gay? <laughs> no, I was going to be like, Peter, yeah! So it's a crazy thing. Like, I get catcalled a lot, so I seriously hate the male gaze. I'm like, oh, the male gaze is looking at me. I was like, oh, you're pretty or not pretty. What are you doing the male gaze? But I love the male gaze because they can give me a compliment on my shoes without seeming creepy. <laughs> I love the gaze. I hate the gaze. Do you get it? Good. Hard to do a word joke if you're not reading it. <laughs> it's... It's like, oh, look, she's so clever if I would have been reading that joke. Hey, yeah. Tonzi's a, she's, she's in a band. She's amazing. Uh, no, you were great on the Tuesday show. I wish I was in a band. I wish I had talent. Like, it's so crazy when there's people like, oh, you could play an instrument. You can sing. I'm like, talking to a microphone. But I. I've always wanted to make money, and I heard that if you write lyrics for songs, you can sell them, and you can make money. So I decided to write lyrics for death metal, right? Because there's only like nine words in those songs anyways. <laughs> so here are some of my songs. We're going to see if you like them. The first song is about things people like, and it goes like this. Puppies, kittens. Unicorns. Lots of porn. People love porn. And end rhyme. It makes them feel complete. It, like, it's so good in their song. Complete. Thank you. The next song deals with assonance or embedded rhyme. Or if you're like a rapper, slant rhyme. It's rhyming the vowel sounds between words. And it goes like this. At dawn, with chainsaws. <laughs> For those of you that don't speak death metal, that's at dawn with chainsaws. Uh, it's about carving up dead bloated whales in Alaska at dawn. Super metal. So metal. What a metal concept. <laughs> so metal. Um, the last song I wrote is going to be my big money maker. I think it's called 23 year olds lament and it goes like this. I have the worst roommate. Knock, knock, knock on the door while I masturbate. <laughs> oh, mom, why do I live with my Mom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's 23-year-old's lament. It's, it's so good because they all live with their moms. I know, right? Wait, wait. <laughs> Thank you, right? I, I've been writing a lot of songs lately only because I used to be a poet. I mean, I have an MFA in poetry, and that was a poor decision. Like, it wasn't a bad decision. It was a poor decision, because I will never make any money ever. Like, I...
I spent like $35,000 on this degree and I will never see that money again. It's not coming back. Would you want to hear one of my poems? You don't. It's terrible. All right. Who's got a beard? I got a beard fetish because I used to be a cheerleader for God. <laughs> yeah. There is only one God and he is the sun God. Raw, raw, raw. No, I actually was a cheerleader for Christ. I did, I did, I, woof. I do, I love Jesus so much. It's crazy. When I was eight years old, I wanted to have an invisible friend, and I wanted to be a four-foot cat that was the same size as me, and we could just be like, you're a cat, and I'm a person, and we're best friends. And my parents were like, that is ridiculous. But you know who we can be? Your invisible friend? A 33-year-old bearded man. And he can sit on your bed every night. You can hold his hand, and you can talk about boys. I love Jesus. That's all I'm saying. So I, I really was I really was a Christian cheerleader. All right, here we go. I need your help. Give me a K. Hey. Give me an I. I. Give me an L. L. Give me an L. L. Who do the Jews kill? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Put those nails. Oh, I have to do my cheer. Yay! We all get 12 mansions in heaven! Yay! The only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader is that the skirts were really long, uh, which are not sexy, and that my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity, which is also not sexy. You, I, you, I know the Christian stuff. What? My favorite Bible verse is Leviticus 2022, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. Uh, I love to be stoned. <laughs> also, my ex-father-in-law looks a lot like Barack Obama. Sexy man. You can blame Barack for anything you want. You can blame him for global warming, for porcupines, for your smelly dick, but you can't Blame that bitch for being sexy. What? Uh, Barack. Miss him. Can he run again? Can he? No. Mm. He got all gray real fast, and now I feel like we have a kindred ship. I'm like, oh, did you? Have you had a hard life? <laughs> I feel you, bro. Uh, I miss Michelle more than I miss Barack. Anybody miss Michelle? What a first lady. Oh, God, like, she changed everything. Like, she was, like, a great mom, and she, like, hated fat kids or whatever and tried to change school lunches to make people, like, right? I was like, yeah, Michelle. Like, low-grade fat shaming, yeah. But then I was so disappointed by Melania, Melania, Melania. It's okay. She's gone now. But what was her name? Melania. 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 I don't know because she never spoke. Like, I have no idea what she said. I look. I hear she speak. She spoke four languages. I'm like, choose one. Say something. Any language. I'd love to make fun of your accent, but I have no idea what you sound like. She was from Slovenia or Slovakia. I don't know which country, but they both border Hungary, and my God, she's starving. <laughs> like, 
Oh my gosh, she's so skinny and pretty. People would have listened to her, but she never said anything. I was waiting for her to like plagiarize Michelle and um, really champion bulimia, you know, as like her first lady thing, like she champion bulimia because she would teach kids how to vomit into the composting. It makes them four times the consumer. Like they're, it's so good for the American economy when kids eat more. And then when they vomit into the, the compost, she gets to be known as an environmentalist because regurgitate, renew, recycle, right? Oh my God, that like super acidic compost is going to be amazing for the wine vines in Napa. <laughs> like the 2019, ooh, the Pinot Noir is going to be. Love me some Melania Laniania. She's she's my girl. So pretty. And now she'll, we'll never see her again. Her whole family came over and we'll never see him again. It's fine. Yay, pretty white girls. Who's does anybody does anybody have any pretty white girls that they like right now that have big asses on Instagram? <laughs> is that is that what's happening now? Like I seriously, I've been studying Tyra. I was like, I gotta booch the tooch. I've learned like how to you gotta, I was a ballerina as a child, so I was always taught to tuck your butt in, but now you're supposed to tuck your butt out, and it's it's a whole different thing. I was a, I was a ballerina, and uh, I always had to pee, and my mother would say, oh, you'll perform better if you have to pee. But this one time I was performing, and I had to poo. Right, so that year, there wasn't a black swan, but there was a brown one. <laughs> there, was a <laughs> there was a brown... <laughs> Swan on stage. Yeah, I was a ballerina. No way. That's a whole, it's crazy. So, like, I grew up with eating disorders. It was like, oh, you're bulimic or you're anorexic or you're doing whatever because you have to be skinny and pretty. Ha, 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 But now, now, men have been mansplaining anorexia to us. Do you know what it's called? It's called intermittent fasting. Oh my God, we used to just be anorexic, but now that men are doing it, now that men aren't eating until five in the afternoon, suddenly it's intermittent fasting. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna mansplain being skinny to me? Are you, are you kidding me? I love it. I love it when a guy explains things to me after. Intermittent, intermittent fasting. That's good. You know what I'm talking about. All those guys. They don't eat till five and they're like, Well, I had a banana at five, so I can't eat tomorrow until noon. I'm like, Yeah, I count my calories too. So did Richard Simmons. It was a little card project that we used to do together. How much did I eat? I'm thinking of how much what how many novels could I have written if I wasn't thinking about my calories every day? <laughs> Sorry, just what you think about. Cool. What do you think about? Think about anything? No, I'm pointing at you. What do you what do you think about at night? Or during the day? Or when you're walking? Or when you're trying not to think about COVID? <laughs> oh, just being an honest person. Me too. That's what I tell all my ex-boyfriends. I'm just trying to be an honest person. It's good. The most honest thing I've ever said to a dude is, your dick is too big. We can never have anal sex. <laughs> like it is, is, and they like that, I think. They're like, wow, 
that's a compliment, I think. I don't know. I No, but seriously, a finger fine. But the rest of it, what are you doing with your lives? You crazy kids. I don't understand what's happening. I've never, I've never had a dating internet profile. That's something I've never done. And before you think that I'm better than you, <laughs> well, mm. I've also never seen the movie Titanic. I've never seen it. Do you think? But I've never seen it, so I never need to see it. Just like I never need to see anything on Tinder. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's nothing out there. Some people say raise the bar. Some people say lower the bar. I say meet at the bar. Is anyone? We can't meet at the bar anymore. There's no more bars. Meow. But I've, I've, I've never Tindered, and uh, I don't. I do, I do want to feel like I'm better than other people, and that's why I've never. No, it's like, oh, crap. Do I have a real personality? Do I have to not fill out the... I'm sorry. I, it's hot. I know. Everybody's filling them out. Your last comedian still isn't here yet. That's why I'm just... I'm just burning time. No, but it's great thing is I have so many jokes. Uh, you, you guys can throw another... I can do more Jesus jokes or I can do cat jokes. Do you want to... Let me do another cat joke. You got... Another homonym? Do I have to... How about this? Language is political. Language is political. I don't want to be a feminist. You know, I don't like that word. I feel like I'm more of a cunt face. Like it's more descriptive, but I have to call myself a feminist because I don't know what other words you're supposed to call women. You can call me a female. You can call me a person. You can call me a human. Right? We are all people. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So I have to, <laughs> right? I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word without the word men in it. None of you can spell. Get out your phones right now. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. I, I'm 46. I know how to spell. I can also write cursive. <gasps> ah! Ah! Like, are you all? Feminism is spelled with an I. I am a feminist. There is no men in feminism. It's not there. But language is political because, seriously, like, ladies, when we become wit men, what do we do? We menstruate. Dear God, what do we do? Do we menstruate? It's the one thing you can literally never do. You put your name all over it. And you think it's gross. You're like, men straight, gross. <laughs> Ladies, right? Language is political. Ladies, when we have sex for the first time, what do we break? Hymen. Hymen. Hi. Hi, men. I can have sex with all of you now. Hi, men. It's not political. Make him crazy. I'm I'm getting crazy right now because I'm going through menopause. Yeah, and yeah, and men are not pausing on me any longer. <laughs> I get it. They're like too old. Swoosh aside. Gray hair is scary. The only time I ever get called out for it is when people call me manipulative. I'm like, yeah, fine, fine, fine. I'm manipulative. It's the one, this one I'm going to take. Thank you, Tonsi. Manipulative. 
Right, those are those are my lady. Knock knock. Feminism. I can get my own door. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's a precept of feminism. I don't know. I don't know how it works. A lot of women in the 70s like burned bras and read books, so I can talk about my butthole on stage. Yeah. Which incidentally looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. <laughs> it's meaty. It's meaty. It's like Arby's. They've got the meats. I've never I've never had a baby, but woo. You ever tried to shave you ever you ever tried to shave a hemorrhoid? <laughs> It's impossible. It's a bloody mess. You ever tried to pluck a hemorrhoid? Oh, dear God. It is, I, and I can't see anything. I need reading glasses. I'm so old, I need to use my reading glasses to pack my bong. So, and that's close up. You think, I'm gonna put my reading glasses on, I'm trying to shave, I'm looking. I can't tell. I got my cats in the bathtub. I'm like, have I shaved myself straight? They're like, meow. It doesn't, they're not, they're not helpful at all. Uh, but I did, I did, I, I don't usually shave because I'm a feminist and like, I'm just lazy. But I, I, I tried because the breeze blew across my legs the other day and I thought that a spider was running across my legs. Nay, that was just my pubes. <laughs> it was, they were going all the way down my leg. They was did. So I tried to shave. And I shaved the bottom part. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, I should shave the sides. And I was like, ugh, it's a slippery slope. I started from the top and I started shaving down and I found a bald spot. Oh, my God. And then I had to shave even lower than that. What is the purpose of pubic hair? What is the purpose? I figured it out because I ended up shaving all of the stuff. And then... I went to go potty, and the pee-pee went What is the purpose of pubic hair? It's to focus the pee into the toilet. That is the purpose of pubic hair for women. We're shaving it all off. We've got to clean our toilets 15 times as much. Here's my other question. Are men's buttholes actually higher than women's on their body? Because every time I go potty, it like goes into the water. But every time a dude goes potty in my potty, it's like everywhere all around the, I'm like, is your butthole in a different place? Like what is biologically happening here? Are there changes? Is this Darwin thing I missed? Should I get on Instagram? Like what is, user error. All men have user error? Is that what you're like? I'll believe it. All, you think men clean up after themselves? That is so cute. I was married for 13 years. They don't do anything like that. They're like, everything has belonged to me. No, it's, it's cool. Dudes are fine. Dudes are fine. They're just entitled. It's cool. Here's the thing. Anyone else a Marxist? I'm a Marxist. I'm a straight-up Marxist. I'm not even a socialist. I'm like a Marxist. I'm not a communist. I'm a Marxist. Any, no one else, you Marxist? Marxism a little bit? Well, so Marx, so the German Marx guy was the first feminist. He talked all about the means of production. Women are literally the means of production. We're the only things producing anything. Like, oh, we, we produce the people that make things. Okay. The other thing is, Marx 
champion of labor, right? When women are the means of production, how do they do that? They go through labor. Yeah, you get it. You're like, yeah, we're not Marxists either. You're like, screw women, whatever. Yeah, they've been doing everything for everybody forever, but yeah, screw them. That's great. Yeah! They have no 401ks or 